Summary of Daf Samachtalad of Terer. So this mimer is based on a pasuk on the Sososi Brichvei Pari Dimisicharayosi that uh, we we uh, we who are Hashem's beloved are compared to uh, the horses of Pari's chariots. So what's the comparison? Uh, so there's different mafarshim, but we're going to explain here our pichasidus and. The horses represent Isaias words, just like the word brings uh, the int, it reveals the intent and takes it, uh, take, it, it doesn't have its own desire, it just brings it, it like words are not separate from the ideas and the emotions, they're just revealing what was inside. Horses just follow where the rider wants it to go. But on the other hand, they can go fast and bring it further than what the rider could do himself. Similarly, words can bring the intellect further and the emotion further to, to develop the intellect more and the emotion more than what it could reach itself. So the uh, Medrash and, and especially Zaya talks about that Pari on the way he, uh, on the way, he put the female horses in front and the male horses in the back uh, to, so that the male ones will put, spur the female ones to go faster forward. But when he got to the Yidden, he put the male horses in the front to fight, to be more strong, strongly fighting against the Yidden. So Hashem responded in kind that originally Hashem led the Jewish people in the front, but then when he uh, came, when Pari came close, then the Malach of Hashem went in the back, separating between the Jewish people and, um, and Pari. So what does it, this all represent? So a person who can, he should uh, meditate, he should reflect on ideas that will bring him to an Ava of Hashem before davening. Uh, but one who can't, the, the words themselves can inspire him because, like we said, that the horse takes the rider fur, further and faster than what he could get to himself. Similarly, the words take the person further than what he could get to himself. And there's, like we said, the male uh, horses and female horses. Similarly, there's the male words and female words. A female is the macabre, the recipient, and male is the mashpia, the giver, like, like as it is in a relationship between husband and, husband and wife. The husband uh, g- gives initially, and then the development of the child is, is in the wife. And uh, so this represents tefillah as us coming up to Hashem, and Torah as Hashem coming down to us, uh, dictating to us. So uh, Torah, uh, and through Torah, Hashem is able to be manifest in the world. And that's what it means that it says on one hand, that Hashem's honor fills the whole world, but on the other hand, it says Animale, Hashem fills the whole world because covered, Hashem's covered is Torah. And through Torah, Hashem himself can be manifest in the world. And uh, Pari, on the other hand, was uh, trying to bring the negative of the horses. And uh, what does this mean? Negative words, words of uh, scoffing and, and even words of Lash and Hara. Uh, and then the, uh, the, uh, Male words represent beyond in a negative way. The makif of klipa to have this uh, to be uh, encompassed by uh, a uh, sense of uh, separation from Hashem and klipa. So what Hashem did is he counted the two horses of Pare, the uh, the which would be the female horse, which is 
our own negative actions and then the male horse which is this makif of negative from beyond and counted it with the two positives the words of tfila and the words of tara and uh, this would protect them from pari now we all have yitis mitraim within us and we all have kriyas yamsov the splitting of the sea within us so we all um we have uh we have Mitzrayim, which is the negative of uh, words in a bad way, and then um, the and, and and limitation, like Mitzrayim means Mitzrayim, and then the king of Pari, which is the intellect which directs the um, clipper, a negative in- intellect, and then Vayamas Melch Mitzrayim, the king of Mitzrayim dies, means that it that uh, when it represents being sunken into clipper without any logical limitation. And then the response is, the Jewish people cried out. So we have to cry out to Hashem. And, uh, and through that, be spiritually lim- liberated. And how do we do that? So that is in davening. And in particular, uh, when we say, uh, with all our might to, to go beyond limit in our relationship with Hashem. But we can't just get there from the beginning. It, it, there's a whole process. It's through Psuki de Zimra, which develops an Ava. And then with the Brachas of Shema, and the first Bracha, we talk about how the Malachim and the Neshamas, they, they're yearning for Hashem. And uh, they praise Hashem's name forever, that Hashem himself is totally beyond. They can only access Hashem's name, and even Hashem's name is unlimited. And when we think about all these things, so then uh, we hopefully we'll develop an Ava, love of Hashem, with all our might, that we, uh, we want to connect Hashem uh, be, uh, beyond, uh, without limits, and Hashem uh, beyond limits and names. And so that is our uh, towards Hashem. Then Hashem's back to us. Um, to gift us with the greater Ava. And that's why the first paragraph of Shema talks about loving Hashem Ava. Um, sorry, Vahafta. And then the second paragraph, Vahim Shemaya, La'ava, Hashem, to love Hashem. But it uses the word La'ava. So Vahafta is when we are working on Ava and we're moving towards uh, Hashem. Whereas La'ava, which could be a verb or a noun, so it's, it's just something which is the way it is, that's how it is, infinitive. And that's the gift that Hashem gives to us. And where, where Hashem's word comes through us, when we say Torah, Hashem's, we are, we are, Hashem's halacha is being dictated through our mouth. So that's the Esrusul the male horses. But then there's an even higher level, Esrusul which is not brought about by Esrusul Asata. And so... Uh, we have, uh, and this is connected, this is the idea of Chris Yamsov because there's the, the sea turning to dry land. So normally we have uh, the sea is always the hidden level, Amadiskasyan, the dry land, where you can see everything on land, that's the revealed world, Amadiskasyan. And depending on which level within the Shashlis you are, every uh, um, level is Amadiskasyan compared to the what is above it. It's revealed compared to what is above it that's higher and more concealed, and it's concealed compared to what's below it. But at Kriyas Yamsov, we got beyond all these levels within Ishalshon's different lights and connecting to Hashem 
at his essence, Hashem's essence. And, and that es- when essence is revealed, then light and dark is all the same. And dry land and sea representing revelation and concealed because uh, concealment of the levels beyond us, that's also all the same. Because Hashem's essence is revealed. And when Hashem's essence is revealed, so then we then that brings us to Simcha, Simcha Shal Mitzvah, the joy of a mitzvah, because mitzvah is how we connect Hashem's essence. And then uh, the Simcha of Hashem is greater. May Rav Kol from the multitude of everything. Rav Kol represents Hishalshalos, which there's so many levels. It's like an onion peel, more and more levels. But with, through Torah and Mitzvahs, we connect Hashem himself. And although we like the, it's like the neshama, we can't touch the neshama, but through moving the body, we move the neshama too. So too with Hashem, Hashem slowly beyond, but through doing a mitzvah and Torah, then we, we connect Hashem at essence to Hashem's essence too. And uh, that's why at the time of Chris Yamsuf, there was a revelation of Atik. Like Moshe said, why are you crying to, out to me? And the Zoya adds, but so this is dependent on Atik. And Atik is the sort of uh, is still part of the matzah, but the create the uh, emanator beyond any separate existence from Hashem, and uh, more uh, more broadly, Atik can be considered uh, the uh, essence, and that was what was revealed at the time of um, Kriyas Yamsuf.